0: Tabernacle Presbyterian Church presents Sunday with Tab. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, located at 34th and Central in Indianapolis, welcomes you to Sunday with Tab. Today, guest speaker Carter Booker delivers the message entitled, He Created Them for Our Good. We'll also have music from soloist Dan Anderson. So join us now from the sanctuary of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church for Sunday with Tab. Tab.
1: Amen. Uh. i
2: If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Please join me in our prayer of confession. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Friends, hear and believe this good news. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. And as we remain standing let us share together that which we believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost born of the Virgin Mary suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead
3: Our scripture lesson this morning comes from Psalm 16. We'll be reading verses 5 through 11. If you would like to follow along in the Pew Bible, you can find this on page 430. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me. In pleasant places, I have a goodly heritage. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol, or let your faithful one see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And let us pray. Loving God, we are grateful for your word to us. We pray today that it would expand our perspective, deepen our understanding of you and ourselves, and clarify how we might live more faithfully with one another and for your kingdom. Amen. Well, I've got food on the brain and for good reason this time of year. And if you were to ask me which foods I've got on the brain, I'd have to go back to the things I've most recently eaten. A chicken and white bean soup with spicy tomatoes, other vegetables mixed in there, some twigs of some kind of herb that's sort of seasoned the thing up, a meat hash, with a squash and onion mixture, and seasoned in ways I couldn't even begin to explain to you, but it's delicious. Ham sliders, some kind of concoction spread on both sides of the bread. You put the ham and the cheese in between. Shove that thing in the oven for just a little bit. It gets all melty. And those little shortbread cookies, right, cut into the shape of angels and bells and snowmen, and that lemon glaze drizzled. All over them. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if right now many of you are having similar thoughts, right? The food you've recently enjoyed, your favorite meal, something that a loved one prepares for you, and the reasons for your pleasure and enjoyment might differ from mine. And in fact, if we went around the sanctuary and gave everyone a chance, we could probably be here all day listening to descriptions, right? of the pleasure that we have taken in a meal, and what about it makes it so pleasurable? Is it the sense of umami I get in the eating? I'm not even quite sure what umami is, but I know it's in the food that I like. Or is it the enjoyment in Susie's creativity in her cooking? Or that it's an expression of her love for me? Whichever it is, and it's probably all of those reasons... All I know is that I have enjoyed and taken taken pleasure in some good food in this holiday season. The Christian writer C.S. Lewis would say, however, that I've left a little something out of my reflection on these pleasures and enjoyments. And that something is the place or role of God and the role and the place He plays in our pleasures and enjoyments. The kinds of pleasures and enjoyments I've described through food and that we could describe through many other activities we undertake each day, Lewis would say these pleasures and enjoyments are made possible because of God. God has designed us and the world in such a way that our experiences in the world can be pleasurable and enjoyable. Lewis called these experiences Pleasures of appreciation. Now, he distinguished between those and pleasures of necessity. A pleasure of necessity, you just sort of think of a hot day and you're thirsty, and it's quenched by a glass of water. But the umami, whatever that is, is something beyond the necessity. And we have been created with the senses and the capacities to enjoy and take pleasure. As Lewis argues throughout his writings, our senses and experiences can point us towards something else, something more. Lewis thinks that the pleasures and the enjoyments of life are good, and there is great value in them. They are good in and of themselves. The meal is a valuable and meaningful object, and consuming it is a valuable action. But even more, like that proverbial icing on the cake or that lemon glaze on those little Christmas cookies, right? These pleasurable experiences point us toward God. And for Lewis, it isn't just a recognition of God's existence, a presence in our lives. Lewis might say that we demonstrate that kind of recognition when we sit around a table and give thanks at the start of a meal. But even more, he would say. We are being drawn out and into, offered an opportunity for praise to God. In his little book, Reflection on the Psalms, Lewis writes, quote, All enjoyment spontaneously overflows into praise. The world rings with praise. Lovers praising their beloved." readers their favorite poet, walkers praising the countryside, players praising their favorite game, praise of weather, drinks, dishes, actors, automobiles, horses, colleges, countries, historical personages, children, flowers, mountains, rare stamps, rare beetles, even sometimes politicians and scholars." In other words, praise is the natural response to enjoyment. And that praise functions as the fulfillment of our pleasures. A fulfillment that can only derive from God. The praise may be an attitude. It's something maybe internal that we sense or feel or intuit. Or the praise may be an actual act of giving praise something external that we articulate or vocalize. Spoonful after spoonful of that chicken and white bean soup, I may say or think to myself how enjoyable this is. Or I may say thanks to Susie for preparing the soup and how enjoyable it is that she has done this for me. This level of praise is important, Lewis says, but I'm only partway there. For the next level of praise, praise to God, I acknowledge the ultimate source of both my feeling about the soup and my feeling for my wife. In another place, Lewis calls our pleasures and enjoyments shafts of glory, It's like sitting in a room into which the sunlight shines and the sunlight is illuminating the parts of the room where the light lands, like a shaft of light. Maybe you're sitting in a room and you see the little dust that's in the air and you can tell where those shafts of light are. The shaft is the opening, he would say. The pleasures and the enjoyments we experience are openings through which we receive God's gifts. And in turn, they are the openings through which we can offer praise to God, the kind of praise Lewis encourages. According to Lewis, when I enjoy that particular favorite dish, I'm praising God. I'm praising Him for my wife's love for me. I'm praising Him for the umami. And in those ways, I'm praising Him as the source for this pleasure and enjoyment. Which brings us to Psalm 16. I'm not sure David had food on the brain when he wrote today's psalm, but what he does have at the forefront of his mind is a similar sense of pleasure and enjoyment with the good gifts God has given him. The gifts are for his benefit, but not just for his benefit. They are gifts for his pleasure and enjoyment. Psalm 16 is a praise psalm, and the motivation... In this psalm, for that praise, is the psalmist's reception of God's good gifts. Here, David acknowledges that God is the source of all that he has. And it is good. It is pleasurable. It is an enjoyment for him. If we look at verses 5 and 6, we see the words portion, cup, and lot. And the idea of the boundary lines. David is referencing here the apportionment of the promised land among the tribes from earlier in the Old Testament. And he turns that reference into a metaphor for how much God has given him. It reflects a sense of God's generosity, God's desire for his children to enjoy that generosity. David signals that enjoyment when he says, the boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. It's to his favor. And he has a goodly heritage. Verse 11 rounds out the psalm with a reference to God's presence and his right hand. The poetry here runs a parallel in the second and third lines. Presence and right hand both signified the full, all-encompassing provision of God for his people. Each of the lines concludes with an emphasis. There is with the presence fullness. And there comes from the right hand pleasures forevermore. The title for today's sermon comes from the Protestant reformer John Calvin. In his greatest theological work the institutes Calvin, like David and like Lewis... Argues that God has provided for us, not just out of necessity, but also for our pleasure and enjoyment. And also, like David and Lewis, Calvin views these pleasures and enjoyments as an opportunity to recognize God and offer Him praise as their source. Calvin writes, quote, All things were created for us that we might recognize the author and give thanks for His kindness toward us. Close quote. We take delight in the pleasures and enjoyments of our lives because they point us back to, they remind us of the Heavenly Father who is the ground of our lives and the source of those pleasures and enjoyments. I hope you don't think that I'm being flippant here or kind of Pollyannish or naive in all of this. I know full well there are some of us for whom every day seems to overflow with pleasures and enjoyments, and even more the next day after that. But I also know that there are some of us who come to the end of a day and we wonder, was there any pleasure or enjoyment in that day at all? And as we cross into the new year, who knows what it holds for us as individuals, families, communities... As the TAB community, joy or sadness, success or failure, assurance or uncertainty. Probably like most years, it's a mixed bag. And like most years, we will face that new year with hope and trust. But for today, let us direct our praise to the giver of good gifts and the source of our pleasure and enjoyments. As Calvin said, indeed, he created them for our good and not our ruin. Amen. And let us pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all your good gifts. Help us to see you daily as their source and the source of our enjoyment in them.
0: You're listening to Sunday with TAB, a production of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Indianapolis. We hope you have found inspiration and comfort in today's program. There are many ways to enjoy today's message again. Subscribe to the TAB podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to tabpres.org, tap on the graphic marked sermons, and select the sermon you wish to hear. While there, you can also view the entire worship service. We invite you to join us for worship this morning at Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. We're located at the corner of 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis. At 8 a.m., we have a communion service in the chapel. And at 10 o'clock, a beautiful worship service in the sanctuary. The 10 o'clock service is also live-streamed on our YouTube channel, Tab Indy. For all information on the services and streaming, go to tabpres.org. That's T-A-B-P-R-E-S dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening, and join us next week at the same time for Sunday with Tab. Hi, my name is Karen Morrell, and I'm a member of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. I've been blessed to have many role models guiding me on my faith journey. I've always wanted to serve and help others, and TAB makes this easy by offering many outreach opportunities in our community. This has helped me find a purpose to use my God-given gifts to help others grow and thrive. Through worship, Bible study, serving meals, tutoring, and women's ministries, I've connected with others and received a sense of belonging and purpose. TAB is a place where you can connect and serve. I'm Karen Morrell, and I invite you to come and see for yourself. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis invites you to worship Sunday morning at 8 or 10 a.m. If you can't make it in person, tune in to Sunday with Tab, Sunday mornings at 6.30 on WIBC or find us online at tabpres.org.